Okay, today's a very exciting day. This is the first official episode of the Co-Travel with Bob Piercy podcast, and I'm just excited to get this out there. Now, a few things before we start the show. I wanted to say uh, I did make a mistake early on in this podcast. So this conversation is with Samantha Leonard, co-founder and CEO of Stream Dental HR. And early on in the podcast, I referred to it just as Dental HR. So that is my mistake. I apologize, Samantha. We'll get better and do better next time. So anyways, enjoy. I'm excited. I'm nervous. And this is going to be a lot of fun. So have fun and we'll talk to you guys later. Cheers for now. This is the Co-Travel Podcast and I'm Bob Piercy, bringing you conversations from professionals from in and around today's dental industry, exploring new and exciting topics that are affecting us all as we work to grow and succeed. Information you can consume on your time when you want to hear it. My name is Bob Piercy. Let's hit the road. Hey guys, Bob here. It is 2021. It is January and we're back at it. I hope you all had a great Christmas and New Year's break, the best uh, break possible for all of us. And uh, we're kicking this thing off in high, high fashion, uh, high, high, um, high praise, high promise here. Um, and today I have Samantha Leonard, uh, CEO, co-founder of Dental HR. Now, some of you may not have heard of Dental HR yet, but they have been around for a while. Um, Samantha, thank you for doing this. Thank you for kicking off 2021. No pressure. Uh, and uh, just please, uh, um, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, dental HR, I'm, I'm assuming you started this because you have a strong HR background in dentistry, correct? Um, well, funny story. <laughs> uh, my background actually is a dental assistant. Uh, so I started that way back when, about 15 years ago, started in the industry as a dental assistant, um, you know, just started growing and expanding in my uh, skills and experience. And all of a sudden, I found myself working and being hired by Dr. Sam Dar, a, a world-renowned orthodontist. Mm-hmm. So he was starting a satellite practice in downtown Calgary and hired me to be to start it and basically be employee zero. Um, so I was dental assistant, treatment coordinator, front desk, marketing. Basically, he flew in four days a month and uh, to see patients. And we grew that practice into a multi-million dollar clinic in less than one year. And then he continued to expand his empire. So I found myself as a dental assistant now starting and running a business um, and then acquiring other practices, transitioning, bringing on and expanding the team. So I found myself managing 50 employees in three different provinces over in six practices. And so all of a sudden I'm now managing HR, which I'm sure is a very easy, simple feat. Like, come on. Oh, totally. Walk. Yeah. (laughs) Total opposite. It was in the park. (laughs) It was total opposite. Actually, HR probably took 80% of my job, which I was either putting out fires or I was hiring team members, training them, trying to grow the business, getting the right people in the right seats, doing the right things at the right times. Right. That's, that was a miracle in itself. So I, you know, I was struggling in managing HR, not knowing what HR was, not knowing if we were compliant, dealing with a ton of HR nightmares. And that's where I realized that there wasn't any support in our industry when it came to human resources for dental practices. And so well, that's what inspired this. And that's actually what was my, my very next question. Like, so at that time, where did you turn to for HR support? Google. it's everyone's first go these days um and so are there were there hr firms out there that just worked in in like the general hr industry exactly so there was hr companies that focused you know on every industry from accounting to it to oil and gas but you know healthcare and specifically in dentistry we have a very specific 
quirky nuances, you know, the mm-hmm. way of doing things, Absolutely. right. And how we operate and how our team, you know, um, uh, works with each other. Like for example, a dental assistant and a dentist, they sit knee to knee together all day. Like that dynamic, that work environment is completely different. And so, you know, we, we didn't have anything that was specific to our industry. So that's where, you know, I turned to Dr. Dar and I'm like, look, this is the biggest pain point, the biggest thorn in my flesh. And I have no solutions. You know, we should, we should do something about this to help other people. I'm sure I'm not the only person going through this right now and pulling my hair out and crying myself to sleep, dealing with the same issues. So that's where it all started. Well, they say that exact thing. If you, you know, if you've got a question, someone else has the same question. If you find that need and that, if you can scratch that itch, then you know there's there's an opportunity there for for a business. Um, you know, I I came from outside the dental industry. It's been here. I've been here for about ten years now, and again, you know, you have all these dentists that you know went to school for many years to be very very specialized on a very very small you know opening in 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 the oral cavity, and it's amazing how and their focus is there in the operatory. And again, whether it is um, HR, accounting, you know, business development, marketing. There's so many other areas of running a business that they can't be focused on because they're focused on the patient. And so, um, again, when I when I heard of the company um, streamed in on HR, and again, I've heard of it a couple of years ago, um, it, it kind of piqued my interest. But then again, I you know, why should we be surprised? Because yeah, this is a need for 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 dental offices. So. Yeah. And I think now more than ever, um, especially with COVID, like that right. was a big eye opener for business owners because before, you know, most, most practices probably have less than 10 employees. You know, most of the time we kind of have our way of doing things verbally, we have verbal agreements and we can get by, but then all of a sudden now we found ourselves in, um, in a situation where we had to lay off our entire team in 24 hours And we went to go and look back and saw that there's no employment contracts. We have no employee handbooks. There's like, I don't even know what OHS is, right? So all these things that now are the forefront and important for a business to reopen and they found themselves with nothing. And I feel like that was the biggest kind of game changer for bringing health and safety for employees and employment standards and HR in their practice more than ever. So not not to be you know naysayer or not to be you know, pessimistic on the but just like asking the question like what is the downside for not just a dental office but really any business because I'm assuming it's you know mm-hmm. like if, if you don't have the HR angle handled with like you say handbooks and guidelines and job descriptions what as a, as a business owner with any employee but we're focusing on dentistry what is the potential downside that how can that affect their business and affect them personally. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a really good question. And I feel like it's kind of like an onion and we've got to peel back like layer by layer. Because <laughs> okay, I, I-, I think a lot of like the misconception about HR is that it's just an employee handbook or just hiring and firing. But it's just it's basically managing your human capital, managing the biggest asset that you have in your business. So, for example, you know, along the lines of what we were just talking about with COVID, there's that liability piece. So now if we incorrectly had laid somebody off um, or, uh, you know, didn't handle something properly. Now, if somebody ever files a lawsuit and we have no paperwork, no documentation, no signage of anything, then who's going to win? The employee is going to win. So that's the one piece that these, these dentists have worked so hard to build their empire that it can just take one employment lawsuit and that's going to wipe you out hundreds of thousands of dollars and all of that time and could affect your reputation. So A, you know, we don't want to take that chance whatsoever. But B, the other piece is 
going back to that human capital side is just making sure we have the right people doing the right things at the right time. So it's having those clear expectations, the guidelines, the communication piece, the accountability side as well. So in that way, everybody knows what's expected of them, what we're doing every single day, how you're measuring and monitoring success and growth within that position, and how you're going to help them as an employer to feel confident performing those tasks. And everybody loves what they do and the patients feel that. So I feel like that's, there's no ROI that you can really associate with, you know, with HR, but when you look at it in that big scheme of things, it's a huge part of your business Mm -hmm. and it is a huge part of your, your profit and loss. Like I was just speaking to one of our accountants that we, we work with very closely and your people cost is about 35%. Yep. So you want to make sure that they're, you know, working hard They're They know what they're working towards what you want. So that's where that HR and that business and that, that strategy comes into place. Um, and that's why we always say HR is much more than just an employee handbook. That's just 1% of it. And there's also a cost to hiring new employees. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's a, an onboarding cost. There's, and I, I've heard anywhere from say three months to six months salary is basically lost just to, you know, hiring and bringing on an employee. And so again, if you can, again, create that environment, have those rules, regulations, have that understanding amongst the team so that you can reduce the amount of turnover you have. Again, that's, it's, it's not a line item on your, on your PL statement, but again, you are going to see an increase in profitability of the business because you're, again, less resources are going towards the, the turnover of, of the team. Um, okay, so you discovered that there's a need. You found this, you know, this, this, this niche to be in. And um, I guess, what were you guys, what were your next steps? How did you guys build from, you know, you and the, and the doctor to having, you know, streamed in on HR and where you guys are now? Yeah. So I feel like it was um, one of those moments where Dr. Dar and I had to kind of do like an internal, you know, uh, come to Jesus moment or what have you, where we had to look deeply in our business and see what was, what was missing? What did we need help with? And then that's where we started um, hiring it and working with chartered HR professionals to kind of come to them and say, okay, here's the problems that we have. Here's what dentistry is like. Here's what the workflow, the organizational structure typically is. Here's our troubles. And then we were able to put together this, like this beautiful comprehensive um, HR program, which basically built, you know, a practices HR department. And then, you know, our focus was to really empower and train office managers on, okay, you're the unofficial official HR managers. So how are you going to lead and manage your team effectively? So we, you know, then we started putting together these, these systems and these processes to really help practices and integrate HR and help them roll it out and then help them manage it. So we started off by doing that locally here in good old Calgary, Alberta. And then we just started, you know, word of mouth started to spread about what we were doing and how we were helping and our client success stories. And then all of a sudden we started working with more and more offices across Canada And, you know, we do a lot of things on social media. We do a lot of webinars. We've spoken uh, to a lot of practices and different conferences. And so, you know, they started to across the border down in the U.S. They started to see what we were doing and they wanted to get the same results. So we then expanded down in the U.S., created our own HR software and just keep expanding our, our HR solutions and here we are today, six years later. And now we're working with Henry Schein and and great people like you and helping as many cl- uh, clients as possible. Well, and, and yeah, and, and we're thrilled. I think this is a, is a, is a great um, addition to what Henry Shen has been trying to do in regards to full solution, full office solution for a while now. And again, HR is kind of been, 
has been the missing link or has been one of the missing links. And again, it's one of the, the ones that's generally least focused on it's, I'm sure it's, you know, in terms of running a business, it's the thing that gets put to the, the back of the list, the bottom of the pile, and we'll get to it later, but again, we need to get to it. Um, now you said software, you know, developing your software. And you also talked about, I'm curious to, about working with the office managers. Like I'm curious to know about the, the flow and the interaction you have with the clinic. And what does that look like from like the onboarding process to development to, and then once it's completed, like what happens then? What's that process look like? Yeah. Um, well, you know, when we're working with a practice, um, typically, you know, if they have an office manager, that's our, our main point of contact. Mm -hmm. Basically, whoever is going to be managing their team and the HR is who we're working with. So our process, it comes in three phases. So the first phase is developing it because we need to create their comprehensive HR program. So when we're working with the practice, we create their employee handbooks, their job descriptions, and then we provide uh, up to another 100 HR documents, which most people are like, do I really need that much? Yes, you really need that really much. A hundred. A hundred. So everything from onboarding, so what they need to sign on their first day, their offer letter, employment agreements, probationary periods. Then we have performance reviews, corrective actions. If somebody, you know, let's say declines a vaccination, which you know, that's probably going to be coming up in yep. this year. If they decide to decline a, a vaccine, well, we need to have documentation of that, that they understand this is the risk and the hazards, the occupational hazards of working in a dental practice, right? So, you know, all of those pieces are, are things that we need to make sure the I's are dotted, T's are crossed. So first up, we create that for the practices but at the same time, we're actually training the office managers. So we're going through each of the policies so they understand, you know, if they get asked on this question or if this scenario happens, here's the form that you need to use. Here's the system that you need to follow. Um, so in that way, they feel confident in managing their HR and doing it right. And then we help them. Phase two is helping them to actually implement it and roll that out. So making sure that, you know, um, we don't want the team to feel like, here's the rules. If you don't follow them, you're out of here, right? My we way want or the highway. To, exactly. We want them to, to see that, hey, these are the policies that we're, we're all following anyways right now, but we're just putting it down. So in that way, there's clarity, you know, you know, just helping them communicate and roll that out. Then the last piece is we go into the, the manage phase. So where we support the office managers. So if there's any questions that they have, we're their on-call advisors. So they have peace of mind knowing that, you know, anything that comes up, we're here to be able to help guide them through that. We have an HR software as well that helps them streamline everything. So it automates it. So literally with three clicks, they can send off all the employment documents that need to go out to a new hire. They can go on there, watch any training videos that they have in their learning management system. So it really saves the practice owners a lot of time when it comes to onboarding. And then the last piece that goes into the management support or the monthly support, I should say, is we stay on top of their compliance. So for example, we're in 2021, which typically new legislation rolls out. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are the ones who are going in and updating the employee handbooks. We're letting the office managers and the owners know, hey, effective November 1st, this new um, averaging arrangement has taken place. So here's the documents, here's the memo that your employees need to sign, and here's a video they can watch to understand what this new legislation means for them. And so those are the pieces that we do. It sounds very, very comprehensive, and I'm sure, like you said, like a hundred pieces, hundred documents. I had, I had no idea. That's um, mind blowing. And again, just if I'm surprised, I'm sure others are surprised. And again, it's really just showing the the, the importance of of having a strong HR plan put together. Um, 
you did say, and again, it is January, 2021. It is a new year. Are there new things that have come out or, or are coming out that doctors need to be aware of that they may not be aware of that again, um, need to be addressed? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, even just a few to kind of pinpoint right now is just, um, so for example, November 1st of last year, if practice owners had any averaging agreements, uh, so those were typically in place to kind of help manage um, overtime that was being paid, that effectively had changed to averaging arrangements, which means something completely different. So if you had that in place, you now you have to roll out this new program or else that is void. So those are some one piece, but then also now that we're seeing COVID-19 vaccines, that's probably going to change a lot of things, especially in our industry. Uh, so we're still waiting to hear on those points. But one piece that I did want to bring out, especially for the practices that your listeners that are, you know, here in Alberta, the way that licenses and permits now are being renewed, um, there's a questionnaire that the ADA and C had released, which essentially you need to kind of go through and say that, yes, I have this in my practice. Yes, I understand what this means. And a big chunk of it is occupational health and safety and infection prevention and control. And so a lot of practices, um, you know, don't have some of those pieces in place. I know a lot of offices that con connect with us don't have anything uh, when it comes to OHS or IPC. So we work with them to build all those pieces. So in that way, come November, when they have to go and renew their license, at least they have all those things in place. And it's a sigh of relief um, that they don't have to scramble last minute to, to get all those things to, in order to renew their permit. Well, I know, I know about roughly 10 years ago now, um, Alberta Health did put in a lot stronger, more strict uh, infection control protocols, which of course you worked through if, if working in the dental industry as an assistant at that time. Um, so I'm expecting most offices should have a pretty good strong handle on that as of now and have their um, their, their binder and their workflow. But I, I think, like you said, yeah, the occupational health and safety part of it might be um, a big void that needs to be uh, needs to be addressed. Um, and I, I wanted to keep this short, uh, Samantha, I don't want to get too long into it. Um, one question, you did mention the vaccine right now. And I was actually just randomly, I was in a, uh, an office yesterday, they were having an office meeting and someone did ask about uh, not that they were, I believe, were looking to refuse the vaccine, but it is a question. Like, are we waiting for a direction on that? Or is that something that we can speak on now? Or do we, what do we know on that? Yeah, we're still waiting um, a little bit more once, because I think what uh, like le legislation is basically kind of waiting on is right now the first phase of who needs to, the essential workers who are being vaccinated first. So I think they're kind of giving themselves that little buffer to really solidify what is this going to look like and mm -hmm. how is this going to impact human rights as well? Because now we're we're going into um, the right of, uh, you know, uh, your, your medical rights, uh, your rights to refuse vaccines for religious reasons uh, or for medical reasons. So there's a lot of pieces that we need to look into and, and practice owners need to really tread softly on this. Um, so we're hoping that in the next month or two, they'll release some more information, but, you know, I'd love to come back on here and we can have another hot topic on that and, you know, uh, provide some, some guidance for practice owners on this, this very delicate scenario. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Like, you know, we, we discussed offline about you know, doing, you know, two, three or four or however many we kind of need in um, kind of episodes, conversations with you, because again, I think there is a lot here. Um, and again, there's a lot of people that don't know um, that stream down HR is out there as an option. So I'm hoping that we're able to bring, increase the awareness and you know, create some attention to this. And again, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a whole world of topics that you have expertise on that I know nothing about. And if I don't know it, I guarantee someone else doesn't know it. 
Um, so I definitely want to do have you on again. Um, before we do kind of round this up and ca call it a day, is there any last thing that you wanted to uh, to share to make sure that people are aware of before we yeah kind of put a pin in this? Yeah, for sure. Well, um, you know, like you said, there's a lot of unknowns about HR and occupational health and safety. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely, you know, we, we offer some free strategy sessions. So jump onto our website, streamdentalhr.com. Um, there's a plethora of resources and videos that we've created. And we even have a dedicated COVID-19 help desk. Um, just because practice owners are still navigating the unknowns, we are seeing more and more COVID positive COVID exposures in the workplace for employees. So a lot of them are, we're getting at least a dozen calls a week of my employees tested positive. I have two people. I have, I have to close down the office now because we technically have an outbreak. So it's just, you know, if, if you have questions, anything like that, even if you're not a client, you know, we have a help desk free to be able to just help practice owners with any of those questions or situations that may arise because of the challenges from COVID-19. Okay. Thank you so much. And yeah, all the links that you talk about and um, send to me, please. And I'll make sure that they're included in this email when it gets sent out to my clients. Um, again, what we're doing, and again, for you guys watching and listening, uh, the plan this year for this uh, is to, again, keep sending out the videos that you guys can watch, send out the emails with the resources. I'm actually going to be uploading this uh, audio to uh, Apple iTunes. And so it'll be there for download as podcast. Um, so you guys can listen to this in the car, in the gym, whenever it's convenient to you, because I do realize the video version isn't always as convenient. And so we're trying to make this really so we can reach as many people as possible. So that's exciting news kind of that I'm looking at uh, testing out. Um, but again, I'm at, I'm at, sorry, Samantha, um, thank you so much for being the, the first one of 2021. Um, I do look forward to talking to you uh, again soon. And uh, yeah, hey, again, all the best. Thanks a lot. And let's let's talk soon. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on the show today. And I think it's great what you're doing to just to, you know, put some of these resources and answer some of the questions that practice owners have to really help them grow their business and grow their team. So I'm looking forward to being on here and uh, answering any HR hot topics or OHS hot topics that you guys have. Sounds great. Okay, well, we'll talk soon. Thank you. <laughs> Bye for now. All right, just a few things before we wrap this up. First of all, I had a great time talking to Samantha Leonard, co-founder and CEO of Stream Down HR, and I'm really looking forward to having more conversations with her in the future. There were a few things we didn't discuss today just because we didn't want this to be too long, but also since our conversation, there's been some new happenings in the dental industry around HR, around the COVID vaccine, and how it's going to operate or sorry, affect operators and employees in the dental industry. And I look forward to discussing that more with Samantha next time. Please like and subscribe. Again, these podcasts can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, and also robertpiercy.com where you can also view the video. Any questions, please reach out, get in touch with me, guys. Happy to hear your comments and your feedback. And again, looking forward to doing this more. So thank you very much. Have a great day, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now.